Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Deservedly the great one, my friend Mark Levin. Welcome back, Mark. How are you this morning? Sid, I'm great. I want your audience to know you reached out to me. You are a mensch. We should never let anyone or anything come between us again. Nothing will. Thank you for saying that. It means a lot to me, and it does. And watching you on TV yesterday is just just a reminder how important you are, how important your voice is to all of us. And, you know, you're going back and forth with Campos on Fox. Uh, that's fine. But but you used a word that's kind of a dirty word, and that word is nuclear. And I'm watching you going, you know what, he's making a whole lot of sense so tell the audience exactly what that back and forth was about yesterday and why, in fact, maybe Israel should use a word like that in an effort to deter. You know, they keep saying, Sid, if Hezbollah attacks from the north and Iran attacks, what then? What then? What then? Well, okay, then I said, let's answer the question. You keep asking the question, what then? They don't have enough men to fight a three-front war. I mean, Iran itself has, I don't know, 100 million, 75 million. Uh, Hezbollah has 150,000 precision-guided missiles provided by Iran. Do you know what that would do to Israel? That would wipe it off the face of the earth. On top of that, you've got all these savages, these subhuman bastards who will do anything. People need to remember the only reason they stopped slaughtering Jews is because the IDF finally got there and put them down and stopped them. They would have rampaged for that whole country if they could wipe out 7 million people. And you see how, they're, how they've uh, taken over so much of the world with immigration, with student visas. Look what's going on around the world. You've got people protesting against Israel, defending itself, and our government's weak. And so if you're the prime minister of Israel and you're there and you're being attacked from the north, you're being attacked from the south, you're being attacked from the east, I just said, look, uh, those – those nuclear bombs, which Israel does not even acknowledge, they're not going to sit there and collect us while 7 million people get wiped off the face of the earth. They're people. What would we do? What would we do if we were surrounded, if they're going to blow us out, if we had all these rapes and murders and tortures and beheadings and burning people alive? These people are not kidding. They're sick. So I said we need to discuss the possibility that they would nuke Iran. And for some reason, I got people, uh, you know, going absolutely nuts. And and I'm just, it's not, I'm not even advocating. I'm saying they may have to. I tried to give a little history with Harry Truman, uh, where we dropped the first two nuclear bombs, and I looked into that very deeply. And it's a funny thing, we didn't have our media talking about the Japanese and the Japanese children. And everything. We needed to defeat them because we would have lost over a million soldiers. So I bring this up. And uh, people go nuts, and I'm saying, well, look, Iran needs to be sent a message. You want nukes? Israel has nukes. You get involved in this war, they may decide to take you off the face of the earth rather than you taking them off the face of the earth. And that doesn't mean the whole country, really. It just means, well, it means significant areas. But 
you know, Putin goes around talking about nukes, nukes, nukes. Everybody's willing to talk about that and so forth. Israel simply, with at least uh, two-thirds of the world, is not allowed to defend itself, period. And with 90 percent of the media, it's not allowed to defend itself. There's a piece in this 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 Dan Abrams reprobate site called Mediaite that Mark <laughs> Levin and was talking to Ben Shapiro about the possi- about the media and how the media was uh, as Jewish blood on its hands. You know, said the New York Times, I've talked about it, it's been written, they apologized for it, covered up the Holocaust. The New York Times, as I speak, is defending Hamas. They would deny that, but just read what they're saying. If Israel's not allowed to defend itself, yeah. then they're defending Hamas. Yeah. No, the last rally, the last uh, pro-Israeli rally I went to was uh, me, Dolph Hyken, Alan Dershowitz, a host of others, Mark, stood outside the New York Times building because they ran a cartoon with Donald Trump walking Bibi Netanyahu as if he was a dog. And, and to your point, uh, they, they absolutely 1,000% covered up World War II. I think they wrote four stories on the atrocities the Jews were facing and hundreds and hundreds defending the Germans. They are absolutely an anti-Semitic rag. But the whole Iran thing is, is somewhat shocking to me. I don't know about you, Mark, but when I waited 90 minutes watching John Roberts on Fox News for the president to speak, for some reason, maybe I deluded myself, but for some reason I really thought Biden was going to mention Iran in that first speech. And it was a feckless, uh, ridiculous speech. He supports Israel, big deal. He told some story about Golda Meir, which you can't even trust these days. He never yeah. mentioned Iran. And even yesterday, again on 60 Minutes, well, there's not a heck of a lot of proof. Really? Everybody else is saying it. Joe, what else do you need, Mark? Yeah, including Hezbollah and Hamas. We don't need anything else. People need to understand we wouldn't be here but for the fact that Biden rearmed Iran with all that oil money. Trump cut them off. Uh, Biden won't enforce the Trump sanctions. And, in fact, they're purposely looking the other way. And those oil sales are going to China, Venezuela, Syria, to our other enemies. And this is how they refunded. There were over 80 major uh, confrontations with the Iranian military. Only on four occasions did we actually do anything about it. He has turned the spigot on for the Palestinians. Hundreds of millions of dollars that Trump cut off. People need to understand something. This Abbas, who's the head of the Palestinian Authority, who everybody calls moderate, he funded and was the mastermind behind the 1972 slaughter of the Israelis at the Munich Olympics. He did that. He planned it. It was his money that he raised. He was the general in charge of it. He's also funding the slaughter of Jews and terrorists, which is why uh, Congress passed and President Trump signed the Teller Force Act. He was an American who, who a combat veteran, went to West Point, was visiting in Israel, and was murdered, along with 10 other people. And Trump said, that's enough. We're not giving these people money. Why? Because, they, because Abbas and these so-called moderate Palestinians – they give pensions to the families, and the bigger the terrorist attack and the more people you kill, the more pension, the more money they get in their pension. So Congress and this president cut it off, and Joe Biden's funding it. He's violating the law. He's funding it, hundreds of millions of dollars to Palestinian Authority. That doesn't swear off terrorism. So not only is the money disastrous because he rearms the Palestinians, he rearms the Iranians, but he sends the signals And even now, where we have one carrier group and another one coming, what does he say? 
don't, don't. don't. He doesn't really <laughs> threaten. And as you point out, he won't even mention them. He wouldn't even mention them. And, and here, you know, you mentioned all the things that Trump did, killing Soleimani, cutting their balls off, everything you just mentioned. And I got to deal with friends of mine, smart friends and media, going on and on that Donald Trump had the nerve to call Hezbollah smart and Israel stupid. Guess what? Guess what? In this attack, he's exactly right. Some people can't handle the truth, like Jack Nicholson said. Israel was stupid, and they were caught flat-footed, and these guys won this one. But who cares what Donald Trump is saying today when the fact is, Mark Levin, and maybe you can remind me, in the four years he was president, I didn't see folks dying in Israel. I didn't see innocents dying in Afghanistan like our American soldiers. I didn't see 600,000 Ukrainians dead. What do I care what Donald Trump said last week when he was president? Seemingly nobody died. You're 100% right because the media – and I want, I want people to realize Joe Biden wants to put Donald Trump in prison the rest of his life. <laughs> I, mean, I mean think about what's going on in our country. The border is wide open. You know there's terrorist cells in here. We have these colleges and universities, left-wing radical presidents and deans with these students for, for uh, whatever it is in Palestine, uh, justice in Palestine, which is funded by Hamas-associated terrorist groups on 300 of our campuses. That's why you see the protesting, quote-unquote, that's going on, the vile attacks. They're well-organized. They're heavily funded. We are destroying ourselves from within. And honestly, it is the left. It is the Democrat Party. Uh, the Democrat Party has a Hamas wing right there in Congress. Uh, they have, uh, but they have the media, and that's why you and I and Ben and everybody else. There's a lot of us need to keep pushing back, pushing back, pushing back on every platform that we have, because these are the people that killed 3,000 of our fellow citizens right there on the twin towers. These are the people who would blow us off the face of the earth. And go ahead and read Hamas's mission statement. It's not just about Jews. It's about Christians. It's about nonbelievers. It's about so-called soft Muslims. And uh, this is a worldwide movement. And the Israelis are taking the brunt of this now because of these terrorists and because of our idiocy in funding them. When Donald Trump had his foot on Iran's throat, their economy was collapsing. The people there were rising up just like Reagan did with the Soviet Union. And then he, and then Biden comes and lifts our foot off their throat and hands up seventy billion friggin' dollars. It's <laughs> unbelievable.